Hear now the word of the Lord as it comes to us tonight from the 22nd chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Now when the hour came, he sat at table and the apostles with them. And he said to them, I've earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I shall not eat of it again until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took a cup. And when he had given thanks, he said, take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you, I shall not drink of the fruit of the vine again until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread and... When he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup which is poured out for you in the new covenant in my blood. We give thee thanks, O Lord, for this, your precious word. Around the table. Why are we around the table tonight? I hope it is more than just for reasons of tradition. Although tradition in this sense is a good tradition. Not all traditions are bad. This is a tradition that will never be outdated as Jesus said, until it's fulfilled in the kingdom of heaven. It is a tradition that believers have been practicing since that first night when Jesus celebrated the Passover with his disciples. Think about that. Your parents before you, if they were believers gathered around this table and your grandparents and your grandparents before them if they were believers gathered around this table and we could trace our genealogy all the way back until we run into those ancestors who were first converted but even before them The missionaries who brought the gospel to them had gathered around the table and so taught them to gather around the table. We gather around the table because the Lord Jesus told us to. And we gather around the table for something quite specific. We gather around the table to remember him. So oft as you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, he said, do so in remembrance of him. In Holy Week, we remember his coming to Jerusalem. 
Those of us in our Bible study, sorry more don't come. You're the poor because of it. I've been reading the last words of Jesus, the last teachings and testimonies as he went up to Jerusalem. We remember him. We remember what he said. The many things he taught us. To love one another and thereby prove we're his disciples. We remember him healing the blind man and being criticized for doing it. We remember that blind man who was blind not only physically but spiritually received both sights and accepted the Lord. As we studied that the other evening, I just had an excitement go through me, I don't know about you, of the wonderful thing that had happened to this man. And I, I, I reflected later on in the evening about what a wonderful thing it was when Jesus took me, who was blind, to the truth of God and touched my spiritual eyes. We gather around the table to remember. To remember him who said, greater love has no man than this, but that he'd lay down his life for his friends. And then we receive the, the beautiful completion of that sentence. You are my friends. We remember that through his grace, he chose us to be his friend. We remember the great benefits of the wisdom that he gives us. You know, I want to say this. I believe with all my heart. I, I too know that the Bible has a scarlet thread through the whole. But I even see it differently. I, I see it as a beautiful tapestry because the more you study God's word, the more you realize it, it all weaves together and comes together as one beautiful fabric. And the life of that fabric is Jesus Christ. Everything in Scripture points to him. We gather around the table and we remember all those things. We remember him saving us. The song I've asked the choir to sing for my funeral, it, it makes me weep. And, and I think any of us would marvel why Jesus would love us. There was nothing to commend us. Not one was righteous before him. In fact, we would all confess that we are unrighteous and unclean. And yet, while every one of us 
was dead, as St. Paul says, in our sins and trespasses. Think about that. Not when you are attractive to God. Not when you are right. Not when you are beautiful in His sight. No, when you are still a wicked sinner. Even dead to spiritual realities. That's how we were. And yet, what is Paul going to say? That while you were yet dead in your sins and trespasses, dead, Christ died for you. There's no one who has ever loved you like Jesus loves you. He loves us because he even knows the real us. You know, I said the other Sunday, I hope, hope you'll use it sometime when you hear the charge of the church being full of hypocrites. We hear that a lot. The only people who are not hypocrites are true Christians who confess that they are worthless sinners. They're the only ones honest enough to see themselves as they are. But the marvelous thing is his love and grace is greater than all our sins. Blessed are you that gather around the table tonight and remember him. The power of these these, uh, signs and memorials, the power of them to speak to believers' hearts, There's power in them because they bring to us the remembrance of the great and marvelous Savior we have who gave his all for us. The little mountain church that I used to go to where I grew up I was always struck and even more profoundly struck once I became alive in Christ to how many of the older ladies would, and some of the men would, would just be weeping as they took the Lord's Supper. And why were they weeping around the table? They were weeping because they were overwhelmed with the love of Jesus for them. I hope all of us tonight are touched with a sense of being overwhelmed by the love of Jesus for us. We don't know why Jesus loves us, but oh, we're glad. So glad that he did.
I don't know where the rest of our little sheep and goats are tonight. I pray it is something worthy to keep them from being here. If it's not, I got a problem. Because there's nothing more important to remember than the message we have around the table. There's nothing more important to honor and celebrate than the message we have in this bread and wine as we gather around this table. It is our, not only our confession of sin, but, but it is our confession of faith to be here, isn't it? It is coming before the Lord and, and saying, Lord, we just treasure Jesus. We treasure the Holy Communion. We treasure what it stands for. That, Lord Jesus, that you loved us enough to go to the cross. And we'll reflect on that cross tomorrow night. But that you loved us enough to submit your body to be broken in my place. You know, it wasn't Jesus that belonged on the cross. You know that? It was you. It was me. That we gathered us around the table to say, thank you, Lord, for the great love with which you've loved us. Thank you, Lord, for, for the blood that was poured out from the cross, the new covenant, not the old covenant of works, but the new covenant of grace, not the old covenant of judgment, but the new covenant of mercy. where we are set right with the Father through that blood. Someone once said that the Holy Bible is God's love letter to us with our name and address on it. And I think that's probably true, a wonderful thing to think. But so are these elements. If you receive Christ right around this table, you will acknowledge your sin. You will acknowledge the great love and that he loves you with to give himself on that cross in your place. The Lord is good. He is merciful. He forgives all who give their life to his son. When we gather around the table, we acknowledge his love. We acknowledge his sacrifice and redemption for us. We acknowledge that he paid the penalty for our sin. We acknowledge that he came into the world to redeem us. We acknowledge that he is the Lord. As the church gathers around the table, we gather 
as a family in and through the Lord. Ties that are to be greater than even flesh and blood. I share with you the Lord's Supper tonight as my family more than some of my flesh and blood family who do not belong to the Lord. Because we remember amongst those last teachings that the love we receive from Christ is to be reflected back to our fellow disciples. Can't help but remember that around the table because as they said at table in the Gospel of John, he told them that. Love one another as I've loved you. Therefore, people will know you're my disciples. We gather around the table. We remember him. And we remember that through him, his broken body, his poured out blood, that we have life everlasting.